Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yes. Oh, we get to see it. Duh. What up, guys? Favorite Welcome intro to Gotham. By far. After Buzz TV after show. Here's where I smack Monzi. Bam! That, that. Bam! No, please don't. No, that's that not going No? Cool. Welcome <laughs> to the show, guys. Everyone here, we are doing Scarecrow, episode number 15. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks. Guys, don't forget to check me out on the internet at, at RyanHooks92. Don't forget to check us out on the iTunes, on the SoundCloud, uh, on the YouTube, on the internet, essentially. To my left, Monty Bolanos. Hi! You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monty Bolanos. Nois. Joyce Jury. Uh, <laughs> you guys can also find me on Twitter at Jury. That's J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And you guys can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And I am tweeting right now with the hashtag ABTV Gotham. Tweet see at us. That's Steve Kaufman right there at the very end, everyone. Us. Tweet at us. Hashtag ABTV Gotham. So speaking of uh, our internet and how it works in the, the world that we live in today, I would like to go ahead and give a couple of shout outs to some of our people on, on the world of wide web. Uh, shout out to our good friend Glenn Frost and Howard Lockwood. Thanks, guys, for looking out. Uh, also... I actually was looking at some of the jokes that were on there. So, uh, Rab Gabriel was talking about Nigma, and he thought we didn't mention enough about how funny he was last week. So we're going to make sure we talk about it this week, because I think Nigma was hilarious. And he's he was like, he's hilarious. Oh, he's like the comic relief, I think he, for sure. he told my favorite riddle of his by far today. About the, what do uh, rich people The answer need? is nothing. Oh, yes. Rich, pe- rich people need, poor people have, and if you eat it, you die. And you eat it, you die. Which, the answer is nothing. Benetti Kaki, thanks for tuning in. And also, Baron of Hell... I would gladly agree with you that the fish fight would have been awesome because it is a cartoon-based show. We could yes. have seen a cool, real, for a, for a fight. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Nah, we totally we, skipped over that completely. I was so disappointed. We may still get it. They may Don't when, when we explain how she got into true prison. I'm gonna. We're just gonna call it a prison. I mean, hell, hell, lost. They lost. all went. It's There's all, so many different name, names for that place. Fish is a new tank. I don't. Fish's new tank. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. All right. That's you know what? Two actually, minutes in, we, you got to put money in the pun jar. Ching. I actually was going to use that as our second topic. Let's go ahead and talk about Fish's new tank today. Let's yes. do it. Because I Fish love. wakes up here partway through that beginning of the episode in a dungeonish area. There's a lot of people there as well, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's where they store all the people that are <laughs> that have, needed. That have but wrong. it seemed spacious. Like it was, They weren't on top of each other. Yeah, like they had places to walk around. Like you can go dungeon. down the left. Were there bathrooms, like, maybe? Maybe. No, I didn't see. I any. think they were just corners. His and hers. Could they be yeah. under this? Can they be? Could they be in the sewage system in Gotham? Possibly. Mm-hmm. 
for future setup for Bane. I mean, I don't know. That'd be. Or I mean, she was on boat. She could literally. She got attacked on a boat. She could literally be anywhere. It's true. It was fish on a boat. <laughs> and now she's fishing a tank. Fish in a tank. She was on a, a boat like a boss. Dude, we just have a dollar in the jar already. <laughs> We've only been started for three minutes. All right. I just, so yeah, never mind. No, you're good. We uh, and I, I've been saying this off and on. I liked actually this week again. Fish is like growing on me slowly. It's it's took 15 episodes to get there because I didn't like her at first and I didn't like her for a long time. But some of the things they're doing with her, I am liking. I'm enjoying this little subplot with her in the dungeon. You know, I liked that she immediately sought up the biggest man in the yard. So She's like, I'm going to take him down. So to speak. I will say, I, I like her too. I've I've pretty much always liked her character. But in this particular episode, I was like, she. I feel like she didn't do enough research and asking enough questions to find out more about the place and the people there. And like, I understand she wants to be on top as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So she's going to kill the guy as quickly as possible. But I still feel like she should get a feel for the place. Like it was a little too bit soon. more. It was too soon. I feel I feel like like. And also, we didn't know much about the place, which was making me anxious. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where is she? What is she going to do? Like, who are these people? Why are they here? And I think it was more like I wanted to know. So I wanted her to find out for me. Right. Yeah. And we need her to, to do that research so that we can learn with her as she learns. Yeah. And she's met with a surprise at the end of the episode. And it's like, well... Figure it out. <laughs> I don't we don't know why. Yeah, yeah she would ask more questions. Yeah, we were left with a lot of, of unanswered questions. Yeah, from just that whole fish's new tank. I yeah. agree. I walked out of there. I was like, I don't even know what this place. Well, is. No. I, it seems to me she knows because, like I said, we don't know how she, we don't know yeah. from the boat to when she wound up in this. I'm, we're gonna call it lost. Just because that, that's the, the funniest way to the dungeon. The dungeon. She doesn't like. We don't know how she got there, but she seems to have the information. But she did know also who was attacking her that we didn't know. Yeah. So that helped maybe piece together where she ended that up she'd or know why. That's where true. She's at this person's dungeon, which is in this region. We don't know that. We assume Fish knows that. But then she wouldn't have asked Kelly what that place was, right? Yeah, because she asked yeah. Kelly, and Kelly's like, prison, hell, depends yeah. what, who you well, ask. Well, I think her question was more, is this a nightmare? Because am I not here? Could I not be here? I don't know. I think that was just her dealing with it. I feel like she I knows I feel like she knows where she is a little more. I think for once she's going to have to work a little harder to figure things out. I feel like I yeah. would like to see more from Mace as well. Wait, like how, really? I mean, why he was in power. You know, he had the knife, but that's... I was like, he's dead, Ryan. Yeah. The, guy who, the guy who rapped on that track with, with yeah. Puff Daddy? Dollar sign E. Yeah. I wrote down, he's, a, he's a preacher now. I wrote down a pun for us. Mace oh, yeah. has the only blade in the place. Oh. <laughs> Man. Ooh, is it nice? Yes! <laughs> Somebody thought we were funny. Yay! Thank you. All those people. No, no. Too soon. Don't, you can't drop the mic yet. We have more to talk about. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So she she is now in power and is now going to set up a new structure in this place that she is in. And we get a little surprise at the end with the girl who was at the beginning t- was taken away, has been brought back with no eyes. Yeah. Which I think we're going to learn more about in the next episode, which is called uh, The Blind Fortune Teller. So that person is the blind fortune teller? We'll learn more. I mean, I'm sure the fortune teller will will, uh, apply to different people because we're going to be at a circus next episode, right? Mm. So we're going to have multiple multiple blind fortune tellers. Yeah, she creeped me out. I was like, this is is not. I mean, I I expect Gotham to be creepy at some points, but I was like, a little taken aback. And I feel like so was Fish. Yeah, exactly. She was totally taken. She was met with that surprise. Like, what what I I enjoyed here. What I enjoyed was it seemed not incredibly easy for Mm -hmm. Fish, but within a day or so. Within a day or so, she took over the entire dungeon. Mm -hmm. So the guards have to throw something in there to completely just throw. Like, what do you do with that? Now what? 
Yeah, like, she's got to militarize this entire dungeon and get whatever information she can from the woman who whose eyes are gone, but we're somehow cauterized that she's still very mm-hmm. much alive. She's probably some sort of clairvoyant that, um, what's her name, that fish will definitely get lots of information oh, yes. out of and yeah. figure yeah, I mean, her way it's out. It's going to be her new Liza. Like yeah. somebody her new that project. She, yeah, her new project. I was thinking the same thing. I'm not leading like too much into predictions, but I feel like she's gonna get that whole group of prisoners to like rise up and escape. Oh yeah. Oh totally. I mean, just yeah. to serve and her. And be her new army, her fish army. Fish army? Her school. Her school, her school of fish. Oh, Thanks for fish. being on the same page. Welcome there. to the pun cast, everybody. Oh <laughs> you're all very welcome. Alright. Let's move on because that's enough about fish movie. Alright, I want to talk about little Wayne's little adventure. <laughs> You mean Master B? Master B, make him say, oh. All right. So he's going off on this hike that his, him and his father used to go off on every year as a traditional thing. He's going by himself. I was actually really surprised that Alfred didn't follow him yeah. sooner. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were, of- we were, you guys were thinking that last, I, last yeah, week. Yeah, I did. I told him yeah. that he's going to follow him. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be hanging out real close. Well, so, and he goes on this hike and he's carrying these rocks that him and his father would collect and take to a certain point and leave. We saw, you know, initials on the rocks and that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. they're leaving. He took one for his father as well, which I thought was really touching. Yeah. Mm. And then he got sad. mad. And then he got mad. I'm actually really happy he got mad. I am too. Because I think this is the most rage we've seen mm-hmm. for a Other kid. Other than smashing the, I mean, the snow globe. And rightfully so. Yeah, that was right. right around the same. Okay. But that was a really short lived rage. This was, this was, was drawn like, out. I'm yeah. in the woods by myself. I'm going to cry. I can finally kick all the rocks and cry. And nobody is going to, yeah. And I don't have to worry about it. Although he should be comfortable to do that in front of Alfred, but that's part of the, part of the, um, the, 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 like the rage needed, from Batman. Yeah, I felt like he needed trench. to go by himself. Yeah. I well, I, I actually thought that when he picked up the first rock before he threw it, that he was going to keep it. Yeah. Because it had his dad's initials on it. I thought so, too. And I thought he was going to take it back with him. I think or, that was his intention. And then he just... He's like, forget he, this. I'm he gonna... improved and went with it. <laughs> so, well, his his entire like outlook on figuring out who killed his parents has totally changed. Mm-hmm. He's no longer hopeful. Now he's just it seems angry. like he's he's angry, he's vengeful. Um and it just manifested in that one moment. Yeah, because he's back to square one. Yeah. Mm. So that was like a point of of realization. Yeah. That I'm back to square one. And I think he and nothing. And he expected that hike to be sort of maybe therapeutic and, mm-hmm. and more of a thing like in memoriam of his dad, but it probably just ended up bringing back all these feelings that he suppressed for a while. Yeah. So. I agree. Well, then he falls down the hill. Yeah. Of course. Of course. You have to fall down That was actually a pretty legitimate fall. That yeah, was. That was I was a, impressed with that. A good stunt double. Yeah, whoever stunned to that did a good yeah. job. <laughs> Hit that first log, flipped over a few times. So he gets a sprained ankle down there. I actually thought, I was like, really? He fell on the hill and then it's going to start raining because it was like thundering a little mm-hmm. bit in the, the show. Yeah, like how cliche. Really? Like mm-hmm. you're in the hole and it's going to rain? <laughs> like talk about hitting the bottom. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> God. I, if I do it myself, it's funnier. <laughs> All right. So he essentially makes a splint for himself and crawls out of the hole, but it is getting late and Alfred's getting worried. And Alfred's sitting at the top of the hill with a fire going. It's like, what took you so long? Stop off for a pie and some, a beer or what? A pint, a pint, a pint in a pub or A pint something? and a pie is what he said. A pint and a pie. Alfred's got jokes. He's yeah, funny. Alfred. I love Alfred. He is definitely grown on me. Absolutely. He I, keeps things light, but he knows what's up with Bruce. When, oh, yeah. I feel like he's changed a lot from the beginning because he was very militant in the beginning. Totally. And mm-hmm. he's becoming a little more compassionate mm-hmm. towards Bruce and that kind of stuff. And that's, well, he's learning that that's necessary. Yeah. And it's it's like he's lightheartedly compassionate. So yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. fun and funny and helps yeah. us relieve a little bit of the tension. Master Bruce has a brewing in him. Yeah. Also, at B, 
at Beta Artemis, Alfred gives the best parenting lesson in Batman movie style reaction of why do we fall? Because in in the yep. um, Christopher Nolan, so okay. in the Christopher Nolan, like why do we fall? That that's what I was thinking. The whole him on the hill so without having to say it. Back up. So we can pick ourselves back up, Mister Wayne. <laughs> well, his dad says it to him in the yeah. movie, so is a nice little lesson, little homage, if you will. True that. True that. True that. All right, let's. Uh, that was pretty short lived. He's I better. Just, they watch the sunrise. I love how Bruce was like, because Alfred was like, "Do you want me to stay with you?" And Bruce was like, "If you can handle it." Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was, I, yeah, he's like, I've slept in. He's like less special forces. Cushy like, places he's, in this. Yeah. He's slept in the desert on somebody else's back. Yeah, totally. It's like, I, you have a tent, sir. And yeah. Yeah. Bruce is realizing he needs Alfred more than he wants, wants to, to believe. Yes. So it, it's nice that Alfred's like always being persistent, and and Bruce Keeps is going to finally take it. Yeah. Him in. Yeah. And then he watched the sunrise together, which was nice and Aww. cute. Mm. Aww, that was a little moment. Who else to watch a, it with than your new father figure? I mean, Aww. sure. In immense, in immense, immense pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the almost broken leg, which you just cracked on the way down the hill. Uh, All right. So let's keep moving right along, because Penguin's back in the game. After escaping last week from Maroney and the men, he's got, got the nightclub back. He's talking to Falcone at the beginning of the episode where they're meeting. And mm. Falcone, I like that Falcone's just like, whatever, Penguin. Like, just not even listening to him talk at the story about what happened with Maroney and how he should be afraid. And he's like, listen, we need money. Uh, you make us some money, and then we'll talk about keeping you alive. He had a really good point. Like, he's inadvertently saving Penguin's life until later we find out. But, like, he he, he made a good point. It's like, we need this money. We need to be in control because that's what it's all about between those two yeah. families. Like, they just need to be in that control. And I think... More money, more problems. Well, not for Penguin. <laughs> as promised by Falcone, which, you know... It's false. <laughs> false. It's like half unless, false. Unless there's unless there's some like uh, twist involved. Later yeah. On, so. Well, I could see that happening. So he reopens the new former Fish Mooney's club is now Oswald's. Like yeah, I'd, I'd go. I like the that sound place of looks Oswald. cool. The, <laughs> I like that band. The, the the penguin umbrella in the back as well. No, yeah. but no sign. It was just a nondescript entrance with a with a neon umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. yeah. I would totally go to this place. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you would. You'd be the only person there. Apparently. I, there were like five people. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I and mean, throughout this whole part of the episode as well, then we get this dialogue between Maroni and Falcone talking about keeping Penguin alive and what they can do for each other. Because Falcone does then say he's going to go public with their friendship slash partnership. And by keeping him together and alive, he can earn him money. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they have cigars. And there's also a judge that they have uh, arrested. Judge or, Sanborn. Not arrested. But, but, um, kidnapped? No, kidnapped. Turn- kidnapped is Turnbull. Turnbull? Turnbull. Turnbull. Chief Judge Turnbull yeah, yeah. is who, okay. who the judge is. There it is. Uh, and he had actually put away several of Maroney's men, but now they have they have some dirt on him. He was having a gay affair secretly, so they jugged him, brought him in, and now they're torturing him, and he's on their side, so to speak. And Maroney is pleased. Yes, Maroney is very pleased. That's a great offering, I think, in yeah. the aspect of what he can do for him. Instead of giving him a bunch of money, here, why don't you uh, have this judge who's going to keep your people off the and that's only goes into further the corruption that we have and are slowly getting more about. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen a lot of corruption lately. No. We no, will. Not it's between Gotham. them anyway. No. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. They actually like to keep their hands clean. Like by and large. Like and the stuff they do deal with is like literally we have a judge. Mm-hmm. We've like like a chief judge in the entire city. Yeah, if you think about last week too, Murney actually wasn't the one that was gonna kill Penguin. He had somebody else yeah. running the crusher, even though he was standing there watching. Yeah. Right. So his hands were clean of that action. Mm-hmm. I know. All they have to do is say the word. And Somebody's get do done. Yep. Say the word. 
things get done. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So, yeah, I like the club, and I think that's going to be a fun, like, anecdote for them. And I like that he went to go. Speaking of Nygma, since we got to talk about him. I said I'd talk about him. Here we are. He goes to invite uh, Jim Gordon. He wants to hand deliver this invitation himself instead of all the other ones that were sent out by Gabe. And he takes it to, to see Gordon, but Gordon isn't there. And then Nygma kind of starts awkwardly following him. And there's this weird tension where they're walking side by side. That was such a great scene. Right. Yeah. Because what a great moment. They're eventually going to team up. That's what yeah. they're foreshadowing. Yeah. That yeah. I'm, I can't wait yeah. next season, I guess. But their encounter was perfect for how it would be. Can I help you with something? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, if, I was, if I was Edward, I, I would have been like, I work here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to talk to this guy over here. You were just in line in front of me, sir. Yeah. I'm just waiting my turn. I know. And he actually, Nick was super excited that we have Dr. Tompkins now as the new Emmy. As well. Yeah, she smells nice. She does smell nice. Watch out, Gordon. You have uh, something to contend with. Some competition. I like her. As the you new better Emmy. get your riddles going, Gordon. I like that Nigma likes her too. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have a good partnership, but I don't know. She's nice enough. I think she'll trust him more than Gordon would trust him later on if if he chooses like not to or if he decides he can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, think it, him and Tompkins will be a good team. It brings Nigma more even more into the storyline as they've been oh, yeah. progressively mm-hmm. building him in each and every totally. week. Now that he's involved with medical examining of bodies that are going to happen every there's going to be a body every week, right? Yeah. 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 That's what's going to happen. <laughs> so that means he's going to be there looking at the body and talking about it and helping theorize about what's going on. Yeah. That's and what I, we said last week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I'm, I'm just following <laughs> up on that and further my point that this is what's going to go down. And I'm excited about it because Nigma's got jokes. Hell yeah. Just like we do. Literally. <laughs> literally. Literally jokes. Got gots them. We have, we have puns. They're fantastic. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we have poor comic writing. He has good comic writing because jokes are the lowest form of comedy. Puns, that is. All right. Yes. <laughs> Penguin's Umbrella is where it is and let's move right along. So the major plot this week then is all about Dr. Crane. It's kind of continued on from last week. He's still out stealing bodies and stealing adrenal glands uh, and Bullock and Gordon are trying to figure out what they can do to solve this mystery. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The mystery is afoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also see Dr. Crane actually giving himself the serum in the beginning mm-hmm. after he's figured out like that it's the right setup the, and all uh, that. adrenal hormone I think is the mm-hmm. science the science because the, they said it was a compound they can't explain or don't know yet. So I guess with the adrenal glands he's making a custom hormone. Mm-hmm. That right. he's then injecting himself with because it's being secreted at the height of fear, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's allowing himself to reduce the fear in his body because yeah. he f- he feels and we learn he feels that fear is an evolutionary flaw, mm-hmm. which is the opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lack of fear was an evolutionary f- flaw. That's why people who do things that pe- that's why people that's why we're afraid of things that could kill us, so they don't kill us. Mm-hmm. It's a survival so mechanism. Also, if you wanted to be without fear, if you had damage to your amygdala, oh. that's another way. Aside from adrenal glands, he could have just went in and changed his amygdala. his amygdala and be good to go? Just lobotomized his amygdala. That sounds a little, a little more complicated. complicated. <laughs> uh, especially for a self-procedure. I think, I think he's if, a you doctor. Know, if you know where those adrenal glands are, yeah. you can just pluck them right out. But you got to go through like the brain and... Yeah, all that, that complicated. Seems, and it's probably a longer process for him. Yeah. Let's talk just, about the science of the amygdala surgery <laughs> here because we know this. We're very intelligent. I've actually done it once. See? Not only are we Batman experts, we're also doctors. Yes. I'm a doctor, not a pool man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anyway, they, they are... Monzi thinks I'm funny. That's all that matters. I thought it was funny that nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for laughing after the fact. <sighs> the sigh... All right, so back at the, 
laughs. Drops mic. All those people. <laughs> the, all those people. The whole are crowd laughing. of people that are sitting over here watching our show live. Wonderful audience. In our studio audience. Here. You guys are just ruining it for me. You're just. <laughs> all right. So he's perfecting this form, but we also find then that Gordon and Bullock go to see. They find out that he was a teacher because the the first victim of the episode was also a teacher, and that's how they're kind of figuring out where all this stuff's coming from. That he had written a paper and given it to the principal to proofread about this whole process and what he was trying to do. And he gave it to her really recently, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, like six months ago, she said, right? Like less than that. Like- yeah. And he, yeah, and he, was he still working there? Is he still working? He, He's in the episode, the he wasn't anymore. He had yeah. been missing for like three weeks. Okay. Yeah, she he, she <clears throat> said that he said that he had he wasn't going to be back or something and then never came back or something hmm. like that for three weeks. Well, the reason I bring the paper up is I think it would be relevant in aspect of them talking about the serum and like how it was made and how they couldn't figure it out. Like, I'm sure if you wrote a paper about this, you'd probably write about how you would make it as well in the mm-hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. That there would be there some would kind be of some details formula in compound oh, yeah. in there that would be, you know, here's my work and here's why it's going to work. It's a pretty big paper. Yeah. So I feel like they're getting there. I feel like that would be in there. And I think that should be relevant to the doctors. I mean, Nigma probably already figured it out. Yeah, probably. He's yeah. smarter than everyone else anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so he's also testing the formula on his son, Jonathan Crane. Johnny Crane. He claims he loves so much, yet ignores every plea for his son to stop working on this and doing this. Like, I get like his son will probably want to try it out just Mm -hmm. to to appease his father, but at at the end when he was like, "Stop, please," overdosing him with like, "You don't love your son. You're so you're being so selfish." (laughs) Yeah, it's like I I think that has to do with that he loves. Or can't get over his wife. Of course. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah, I love my son, but my wife, I, I can't get over the fact. Which he told people that she died in a car accident. Yeah. But we find out in reality, like, she died because they're in a fire. Yeah. When he was injecting himself and he had the, like, seeing his wife at the stairs with a fire, instantly I was like, he's afraid of fire. That's it. He's, he's afraid of fire. I was like, <laughs> just fire. He's afraid of his wife burning in a fire. Yeah. yeah I was like, like, that it, memory just haunts him. Yeah. And then that's how I was like, the car accident. I was like, no. There's it no didn't way. It did not make sense. And it didn't make sense to me. And I know I said this while we were watching it. It's like, people he knew, he told that she died in a car accident. Yeah. But if you get the newspaper on a Sunday morning after her death, and it says a woman of the, by this name died in a house fire, like... Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't people, people he but, knew know and figure that out? But in a social... Would you call him out on that if you did? Like, well, no, like that would no. just be weird. I, I, I know. I'm not saying we would call him out, but I'm saying if the professor or the teacher that they spoke to knew, yeah. wouldn't she be like, "Oh, she died. In a, he told us she, she died in a car accident, but we uh, found yeah. out really that she died in a house and fire." What, yeah. How long had the the fire been? Is what we don't know. Six yeah. seven years. So maybe six seven years ago there was a fire. Three years he joins the school, and now it's oh yeah, my wife was killed in a car crash because yeah. they just don't talk about it. I okay. assume that I the people who were saying the and fire they, didn't work with him at the time. Or the people who were saying a car accident didn't work with him at yeah. the time. Yeah, they didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. that could, I mean, people... I don't know. I just think. Do you research that if someone tells <laughs> you that their significant other was killed? Like, do you go and look into finding out why? Or no. Do you say, I'm sorry, no, no, no. No, my, my, my hypothesis is that they read after, that he, after he told them that she died in a car accident. Yeah. Not that, like, he told them and then they researched it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I get it, Joyce. I get Joyce, you. We're on the same page, but Thanks. we are also agreeing to disagree because I think you're a little bit crazy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're Maybe I'll welcome. become the next Gotham villain. So I did Sweet. did not like in this week's episode, <coughs> and they've done it so many times. The, just the, like the obvious blatantness of the scarecrow figure that's out in their yard. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. even the first time he he went out there when he was like trying to get away from the mid. 
mid, <laughs> mid-style treatment. He's out there, you know, and later he goes back and gives him the sermon in front of the scarecrow, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of strikes his fear. Yeah. Because he's stuck in that state of fear all the time. Mm-hmm. These are the things that people who watch the show hate to see. And I wonder why, I mean, I know the show's already been filmed, you know, long time ago, but I wonder why they keep putting that stuff in there. Well, it's yeah. because Gotham doesn't care about the mythos of the original <laughs> Batman story. <laughs> That's true. Bazinga. Bazinga. I mean, I, and I get it. Like, I understand that people that are watching the show, like us, don't always know everything about the Gotham Batman world, so they're doing it to make sure that we get it. Yeah, and, but it was, like, blatantly obvious on this episode. But the Penguin, I mean, the Umbrella, there was an episode of Penguin's Umbrella, like, clearly... Early on, and that's why I use that as a joke earlier. Uh, clearly, he's the penguin, and they're saying, "Oh, you're the penguin." Or the same with the Riddler, where he's got the question mark on yeah. his mm-hmm. enigma. Yeah. Like, clearly, that's. But I think that was more subtle than yeah. today's episode. Like, you saw the scarecrow a thousand times with him. They kept coming out, and they it's... weren't around any crops, right? Yeah, it was just like it, it was. I don't think it was out of place. What, I, I, what I'm trying. What am I trying to say? It, it wasn't tastefully done. Was like it subtle. It wasn't subtle, like the cup. The cup was subtle because it's just, he likes riddles. Yeah. Well, simmer down over the Costa Rica. <laughs> no peces, okay? Pero for real. Okay. Pero for real. Pero for real. Keep the Latin fire inside. Wow. It's getting, it's about to get Sofia Vergara in here. Whoa. Whoa. A little, little bit. Yeah, I agree though. It was very not subtle. Mm-hmm. Like the, the cup, the cup was a little bit more subtle and they're doing that. So I get it. And even this week, and I know we're going to see it probably next week where they're like, well, let's go to the circus. Like clearly <laughs> we're going to meet the Grayson's. Who are later going to follow Robin? You know. And, yeah. Well, there, there's a photo of um, Gordon and Tompkins talking to someone at the circus, standing in front of a trailer, and the trailer says Grayson's on it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's yeah, because of the circus there. act. But yeah, it, yeah. But it's it there in the be, background. But it's going to be the flying Graysons. Yeah. But not Dick Grayson because he's not born yet. No, yeah. he's. Or if he's maybe maybe you know what they'll do? They'll probably show a baby. Oh. But even if he was a, hmm, I still think he'd be. He'd or she'll be, be pregnant. I, I still think he's. That much younger than than Bruce, like he's not born yet. Because because Bruce is in his like, or um, Batman's in his like thirties or forties, and Dick Grayson's like a child, like yeah, late like, teens, late teens, late teens. So that so maybe this is going to be their last performance because she's pregnant. But even then, the, the he's like nine, twelve, whatever. But then that would he would know. need to be like twenty years younger than Batman. We shouldn't we shouldn't see a baby. Although it would be cool if we saw a baby. That and it wasn't. was just that mm-hmm. was not Dick Grayson. Yeah, it turned out to They'd be. They probably do that. They'll yeah. probably do that. Just to mess with everybody. He did, he did have in the <laughs> Just to mess with everyone, <laughs> like us. We like to do that too. Yeah, it's fine. Just get, keep things rolling. So, and also we're seeing the budding office romance that's mm-hmm. now going oh, yes. on the GCPD oh, because so Dr. Tompkins is there. I, I, I like it. I, I like that it's showing the side of Gordon that he like wants to stop it, but he doesn't want to stop it, and he's like internally fighting with himself about how he hates that she kisses him but then he like wants her to kiss him yeah this is cute it is and it shows a different side to ben mckenzie which is nice i think he'd be really happy if she didn't work there i think so too part of me is wondering though like is he afraid not afraid but does he not want her to work there because is he perhaps thinking about barbara like she's going to come back one day and she's the first place she's going to go is gcpd and and probably see like tompkins there and I, I, don't, I feel I like Barbara's think, on his mind still. I don't think that, actually. No. I think he just doesn't want to work with her there because of all the crap that could go possibly go down. And they've been trying to separate their like work talk at their dates right. and stuff. So they're trying to separate their personal and professional lives, and now he has no choice. Yeah. No, and I think that's at, true. Like, at very first, when, he, when she told him, he was like, oh, my God, that's great. And then the minute he speaks to Bullock, 
it's like a different. He's like, oh, maybe you're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the experts on dating, Monty Muzzle and us, Joy. Tweet us. Ask us what you need. If you need an advice, just tweet us. We'll give it to you. That's why we're here. Yep. That that's going to be, that's right. actually a different show after this show. Yeah. It's yeah. just dating advice. Late night yeah. dating advice. <laughs> I, I, call it, I call in a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have so it's many true. questions. It's true. We've solved many a problem. Really? Yeah. Well, I think, though, going back to what you were saying and fighting. Getting off this tangent of the tangents, uh, I, I actually think that it goes back a little farther with Gordon because a couple of weeks ago, you know, when he was trying to arrest Flass, and there was a whole scene about like him just having to win. Like this is something that's going to hinder his ability to win because lately it seems like he's been doing whatever it takes to get the job done, and now he like almost can't. It's like there's, yeah. there's this like hindrance on him that is going to affect his ability to do things. Yes, women always ruin everything for everyone. Wow. wow. Okay, somebody's drinking their haterade today. Sleeping on the couch. Got a whole glass full of it right Jeez. here. Jeez. I've seen him pour it. I've seen him pour it. It's, it's in the refrigerator right outside. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> so you know, much haterade. Aside from, let's not use the word women ruin everything. How about love makes everything complicated? It does. So I agree with that. I think he doesn't because he knows it's going to, you know, make him no, just handle things differently. <laughs> Because I think she she's taking it a little personally that he doesn't want to be affectionate in the workplace, and it's going to be one of those like passive aggressive like I'm fine, but I'm not fine, but I'm going to kiss you. Anyway, I'm going to tell you yeah. I'm fine. Type she's, of thing. Yeah, what women do. But she's not fine. But she needs to get over it because that's really unprofessional. Yeah. Monty Joyce Love One One. When a girl says she's fine, she's not true debt. <laughs> Moving on. Go wait, ahead. wait. So when you say it's fine we are not it's and not. things are fine not fine is not a fine you word you are not thank you <laughs> yes got it Isn't nothing it is fine f- f- insecure neurotic and emotional got it check <laughs> f-i-n-e <laughs> Jonathan you are killing it in there <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my statement about just saying women wow I have a whole defense for that that's gonna get a whole can of anyway before up. we get into an argument let's continue no, I actually right? like we could save this argument for the YouTube comments like yeah. if I had a pen I would be you want to borrow mine? Let me just open it for you. Oh, you're so sweet. Because you can't do it yourself because you're a woman. Wow. Oh, snap. All right. So back to the story. Every fiber in my body. Right? Every fiber in your body is fighting against me. Say something. I'm going to flick this paper. All right. Well, anyway, so we find out then that Crane is totally ruined now because of the serum, because he was overdosed. And Dr. Crane, the father is shot and dead because he has no fear of Gordon's guns. Which exactly proves your point. Yeah. The, the, the adaption mechanisms of fear. Yeah. Which are nearly like, debunked is, his theory. Yeah, fear is a necessary evolutionary thing because if he was afraid of people shooting at him, he wouldn't get shot at. Yeah. Did, or he'd so hide he behind a thing. Though, right? He... He took a couple bullets. Yeah, he, he, he shot at them like unrelentingly because he wasn't afraid. No, no, I'm sorry. Did Bullock get hit? No. Well, no, I, I no, thought no, there was like a weird like Ugh, moment, but I was no. no he just shot didn't. at them, but there were two of them and one of him. I'm sure and... we would have seen Bullock suffering okay. yeah, if he, if he were know. shot. Okay, I felt like there was like something that I heard but didn't see. No, got it. But not like, yeah, his fear of running at people with guns would have served him very well. <laughs> <laughs> and he I didn't mean, have it. He all we know or need to know is now Jonathan Crane has this fear instilled in him of Scarecrows and will later escape from Arkham. Yeah. Is he in Arkham? I mean, I'm sure he'll eventually get there. But, like, he'd have to get... What I what I don't understand is he'd have to, A, like, if we're following the mythos, he would have to... 
<laughs> he would have to a get over the fear to at least not like be debilitated, like strapped to a hospital bed. Right. Then he'd become a doctor. I think, or become a doctor, do something wrong, go to Arkham, and then get out of Arkham. Like that would pretty much be his. Story. And he's still a minor, so I feel yeah, like, like they're they're going to let him off a little easier, or like find well, a he way didn't, for him to get taken care of. Yeah, he didn't he actually didn't do, do anything. anything. No, he didn't do anything. Yeah, he's not in trouble right now. But until he, he starts hurting himself and other people, I think he's going to stay how he is. But it has to calm down himself. eventually somehow. Yeah, maybe so another doctor he helps can, him so that he can actually be a regular person and harness this ability. To, of not having any fear, but then harness the ability of having other people just be absolutely petrified and the well, thing hey, they fear the most. If you're avid fans of the comic books and you know about the Scarecrow's development from childhood fear to Scarecrow as an adult, let us know on our YouTube channel. Enlighten us. You can leave us Please. comments on our iTunes. Get us up on the SoundCloud. That's what we like when people do and they leave us fun comments so we can go in and interact with you guys and learn more about Batman. Teach yeah. us. And Gotham. Teach us. And Help SoundCloud. Us out, no. And SoundCloud. I'm just saying, that's what I like to do. Yes. I, I, like I also like that it becomes a big conversation. <laughs> the because, great debate. And I don't put, and I, I, with the research for the show, don't put too much into it mm-hmm. because I know this show doesn't like to, the show likes Follow, to, we'll the show likes to, by anything. it yeah, likes to really. play a little fast and loose with yeah. um, all of the source material. It does its own thing. And I thing. like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I am 100% behind you guys. All right. So I think that we have done a sufficient job. Learning. We covered it all. I think so. It was. I feel like it was very compartmentalized this week. There was very like this yes. story, this story, this story, and this story, and that's it. So I want to talk about what's going to be coming down the pipe here for Batman. Because, Joyce, I know that you have something brewing on the back of your mind. <laughs> Every fiber of your being that you've been withholding for the last 15 minutes, <laughs> as I have been hyping you up, now is your chance. I just want to say, for everyone who denied the idea that they're going to bring the freaking Joker to Gotham this season, you're you're... Ugh, you're wrong, okay? Because the we joke all, is out. The joke is out. <laughs> Next episode is not going to be a joke. So they clearly said, um, and we see Cameron uh, Monaghan play as what we're going to assume is the Joker. Mm-hmm. And with all these puns and the way the show does things, it's clear that they're going to scratch the surface, which is exactly what the executive producer of the show, Bruno Heller, said. He said in an interview that they're going to scratch the surface of introducing the Joker. Um, but the only thing is, his name is Jerome. Uh, Cameron Monaghan's character's name is Jerome. And because Joker's origin story in the comic books is so vague, like, who knows where they're going to go with it? So it might be something completely different from The Killing Joke or, you know, whatever else Mm -hmm. we've read and and seen in the comics. So there you go. Joker is appearing. Everyone be quiet. (laughs) Also... Do you feel better, first off? I feel a little better. Also, <laughs> Lil Wayne gets to get in that boardroom. Yes! I've been waiting! Finally. Yes. It's his boardroom. I, t- I yes. tweeted about it this week. that They've been listening to what I've been saying for the last ten weeks. Finally, yeah. Lil Wayne in the boardroom. I was, I was Like a boss, too. Like Yeah, he's at the front of the table. It's his boardroom. All like, listen, I don't talk about nuclear weapons. I don't talk about this. Like, let's yeah. address these things. You go, Lil Wayne. It's about Let's, time. It's about time. What is the R&D department doing about the gummy bear shortage? <laughs> we need to work on this. <laughs> the gummy bear shortage. Also, can I get it in black? Yes. He wants <laughs> yes, black Mr. gummy bears. it comes in black. He wants black gummy bears. Guys, I think if Bruce Wayne were here, he would be insulted. Yes. <laughs> good, thing, good thing Bruce Wayne is not here. Yes. And also, then we're going to see a little bit of fish rising up to power in the, the, yes. the cell. We saw at the very end, fish was in the club again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fish was up in the club. Up in the club. <laughs> in the club. It's too easy. Yeah, it's, just too, it's too easy. <laughs> All right. I think we need to do some predictions. Yes. Because we now know what's coming down the pipe. Literally. 
There's sewage pipes that she's There's in. my flashy lights. There's my music. Oh, yeah. The flashy lights are my favorite part. It's, like, not dark in here, but they're, like, strobing anyway. <laughs> like, it'd be cool if they brought the house lights down and the strobe lights up and, you know, get the beats per minute up. I think that would be a little <laughs> much <laughs> some people who some people don't take well to strobe lights. You know what? I like strobe lights. Joyce, since you're already all fired up, why don't you tell me what <laughs> Okay, again, I'll reiterate the Joker. No. What, what? So think you think the wrong. Joker's coming next week? <laughs> the Joker. I, I, didn't, she, I don't think I don't know where you're getting let, information. Let me, let me make it clear. Obviously, his storyline is not going to develop during the course of the rest of the season. But like I said, they're going to scratch the surface. They're bringing him. And I think Cameron Monaghan's going to be a fantastic addition to Gotham. I think he's such a great actor. I'm so excited. Um, and I said this earlier, but the next episode's called The Blind Fortune Teller, who I think is... They're going to refer to the woman who we saw at the end with no eyes, the one that, you know, Fish Mooney noticed. Um, so, and I think we're also on that note going to see maybe a real fortune teller in the circus that, um, Gordon and Tompkins are, are at on their date. Mm. And we'll be introduced to the Graysons, maybe. I, I heard the, uh, the, the Graysons were coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, it's happening. <laughs> just not, just not Richard Grayson. <clears throat> just nope. not the baby. No, we'll nope. see another baby. No little, no little dick next. <laughs> That's week, my guys. tiny prediction. Um, obviously, we're going to see the Joker. Hey, Steve, why don't you go next? Oh, oh that oh, seems okay. to be the flow of where we were headed. Oh, um, I think Bruce is going to take over. Lil Wayne's going to take over his company. Like so he's soon? sitting so soon. He's just going to. You guys are doing a terrible job. Um, Alfred's going to be my de facto adult, but I'm going to start running my namesake because I'm 11, and that's or is he. Whatever. Yeah, he's one of those. Under, under, under thirteen. Yeah. Under thirteen. I'm just gonna do it. Um, Fish is obviously gonna get out of Lost. That episode of Lost she's in. Um, and I think so. The, not, pl- the plane crashes over and they're escaping. They're escaping. There's a smoke monster. No engine debuff though. I haven't seen Lost. Uh, okay. I don't he, he's like a villain from like way later down the road. Okay. Like, I de- I just didn't watch Lost. I didn't either. No, he was in it. Um. Yeah, so I think she's going to have a war with Penguin, and she's going to face more opposition than she knows what to do with, because now that Falcone and Maroney are together, and, and I think... Penguin's publicly protected. Yeah, so we're, she's going to face a real hard time there. Also, I think Gordon's going to break up with the Doctor. Probably not next week, but in the next by the end of the season. I think it's going to happen, too. Mm-hmm. When's Barbara you coming? When's, when's Barbara coming back? Um, three weeks. Right before they break up, <laughs> break up. Pretty much. I think actually w- the same time it's gonna like overlap. Like she's gonna come back and then they're gonna break up. And yeah, but it's not gonna. He's not gonna break up with her because of Barbara. Barbara. I don't right. think that's why. No, I no think but it's gonna be we, weird. We work. do need more Barbara because obviously Barbara is involved in the money of Gotham, which is Lil Wayne in that boardroom, which is um, Falcone which Maroney, is Falcone and Maroney. It's everything. Mm-hmm. She's just she's associated but we don't see where she falls but yeah that's what i think monty Blanos. oh well, well steven said all the predictions well now that all <laughs> Sorry, the good guys. predictions are gone why don't <laughs> you give good. us some of the lower end predictions right. here uh i have a small prediction and a big prediction like a small friend? The small prediction is about lil wayne and his board i don't think he's just gonna take over I, I don't but I think he's gonna start to be more involved and then he's gonna start to find out a little bit more of the truth and the corruption behind everything but I don't think he's just instantly gonna take over I think he's just gonna say I'm gonna be around mm. I wanna be a part of this and I wanna have some say in it and uh, Alfred is gonna be right by his side by his side oh, yeah. and I was as I was watching the episode I was like I, cause I don't watch the episode with them unfortunately cause I'm filming another 
uh, episode of After Buzz. But when I was watching the episode, I was like, could, could Maroney and Falcone team up together and kill Fish? Yes. If Fish became a strong third power, they wouldn't want that. And we saw them today be friends. They mm. can. They obviously can. They know the, com- what's more important. Than exactly. Feuding. Exactly. So I'm just wondering, like later, maybe not at the end of the season, but Fish is not something that we're going to see the the entire time Gotham is on television. Fish will be somebody that's killed off, mm. and I or become the Joker. <laughs> Are we gonna? You never know. You no. never know because I don't think we're gonna see the Joker anyway. So uh, Joker's not I, happening. It's not first happening. Off. It's not happening. But I, <laughs> I, I thought that today. I was like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, they have a friendship. They know what's important, like you just said, and clearly they can come up with a compromise. Yeah. So if Fish becomes a big third power, like if she has this army of fish, the school of fish, <laughs> they could totally be the one to take her out. Because they're like, obviously, they're not going to want a third person. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's dividing that pie up a little more is always keeping it that here. Mm-hmm. Keeping it within the two families. Exactly. Absolutely. So that's my big prediction. So I think no I like Joker. <laughs> I think no Robin. You know what? Why don't you go join everybody else? I think <laughs> Penguin's going to die. No Robin. For I think sure. Doctor Tompkins is also going to die. Wow. And I think that Batman's never going to happen. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I was like <laughs> Penguin. Like Penguin was. Everyone is going to. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, I, I, I agree that I don't think Bruce is going to take over the board quite yet. I think he's going to start learning about the company. I think mm-hmm. he's going to get more of the dirt and the underground workings of the money and all that in Gotham. And I think that's going to help him with his cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree that <clears throat> Fish is going to escape and also maybe try to make a move on Penguin. But I don't think she, I don't know if she's maybe learned anything from this and it might take her two weeks to do it. Like she's mm-hmm. not just going to like run out and try to fight Penguin right away. Yeah, no. Not yet. I, well, I think it's probably going to take her an episode. I hope we find out more about out of, what happened to her. Like, yeah, why? I really yeah. want to know. Maybe they'll do like a flashback. What happened episode. on that boat? Yeah. yeah. I'm on a boat. All right, guys. Like a boss. Like a boss. Thank you for tuning in here to Afterbus TV's Gotham After Show, episode 15, The Scarecrow. Give me some music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. There it is. Hey, Steve Coffin, tell me where you can find out more about you. Um, I'm right here. You can ask me anything. No, um, you can find me at Steve well, Coffin. That's Kaye's. <laughs> You can find me at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I also host a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. If you follow me, I tweet about them. Joyce and Jordan? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-A-J-O-U-R-I on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Walking Dead, and Shameless Podcast here at AfterBuzz. Monty Bolanos. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monty Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. I also do other shows here like Scorpion, but if you want to watch me on television, you can watch me Monday through Wednesday. Latino TV. Hosting Latino TV at 6 p.m. Hey guys, and as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and also on the Black Sales After Buzz TV podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on the SoundCloud, hit us up on the YouTube and the iTunes, hashtag ABTVGotham. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.